I'm Jeb Age. And I'm John Curtis. And, and we are two nerds, nerds in, a in a garage. And we are two weeks away from the Jaysoman Expo. We'll be live. Live with an expo of all nerds like us. I know. We even have nerd swag, sort of. We're, we don't have a lot of money on our show. We're still, we're like the, we're like the Po Man show. <laughs> when you say swag, it's, it's like... like Stickers. <laughs> You'll get a sticker. Next expo. Hopefully, you know, like next year this time, we'll have like t-shirts. Yes. <laughs> uh, speaking of t-shirts, I wanted to do this. Uh, this is my Han Solo Clippers shirt. It's basketball related just because I wanted to give a little shout out to Kobe. Yes. Yes. Um, Sad, but we just want, just wanted, I, I wanted to throw it into the show. A little shout out. Anyway, we're moving on to nerd stuff and happy stuff. <laughs> I actually decided this week I wanted to just throw out some what I'm going to call controversial statements. Ooh. I'm going to move my computer so you can't oh, cheat like you do. Please. Uh, they're not controversial statements necessarily to those of you listening, but they are in this household of nerd coupledom. <laughs> and he has no idea what I'm about oh, to say. Oh, please bring it. Okay. First fact that I'm going to bring up. This is a fact. Transformer movies are awesome. No, they're, oh my, okay. Yeah, wow, you really brought it. Because they suck. They do not suck. First of all, you liked Bumblebee. Admit it. <sighs> okay, Bumblebee, uh, okay. <laughs> Bumblebee, yes, okay. Well done, sir. <laughs> Bumblebee was the best thing about all the Transformer movies, even though they all sucked. <laughs> and the Bumblebee standalone movie was really good. That being said, they brought nothing to my childhood memories of the See, cartoon. See, all of you guys who are so like, much. "Oh, Transformers ruined my childhood," I do not understand it. I loved Transformers as a kid. I owned Transformers as a kid, and I thought they were the first movie was so fun, like oh. just pure <laughs> fun. Why did you not like it? So, Transformer. Okay, uh, I watched GI Joe and Transformers as a kid growing up. And those movies are very special to me. Or sorry, the the show was very special to me. The movie itself, the nineteen eighty something animated movie, was so powerful. He's gonna break out in the theme song any second. You got the touch. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it, nothing can bring like uh, nothing. But can what bring the magic. specifically was it that bothered you so much about the movie? Was it just you being like? I'm not gonna like it because this isn't my childhood. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe I was really blocked to it. <sighs> I did, the, the, the animated movie was so powerful and special, and it brought these really cool '80s songs into my life. And they made Transformers real. Like now, you go if you're driving down the street and you see like a yellow uh, bumblebee car, you're like, that's freaking bumblebee as the, a car. The, the cartoon did you know. that, not the movie. No, that the movie did it for me. Ugh. The movie made uh. it real. No. It made it real. Oh, you're the very so, good, okay, so very anybody, good controversial. Anybody who's listening, obviously he can't articulate enough to make no. me understand why I he just doesn't did. like it. Other than, oh. no, your answer is, you I don't know. know. I don't you know like what? it. Blah. So if you're listening and you, one uh, of those people who I'm, think it ruined yeah, your childhood, right I want to know specifically why. Like, email us or put in the comments specifically why. Oh, gosh. That's why the movies couldn't do it. Turn it off. Oh, that song is so good. You got the touch. 
That doesn't make it. So is that why you like Bumblebee? Because they played the song? <gasps> they did. I forgot about that. Let's watch Bumblebee right now. So you didn't like the fact that you had a real Optimus Prime, like a real life. There was so much. Okay. Oh, you know what? Voice. Okay. So we had this whole series in the 80s, this cartoon series that I just watched over and over and over every day as a kid. And it, it culminated in this movie. And it, it, it just brought everything together. And then this, they try to bring, they try to encapsulate this nostalgia into a terrible movie. Why can't you separate your love for the cartoon from a new, exciting way to see it? I, I can't answer that question. You're stubborn you, you, about your childhood. You liked the movie because maybe it was uh, a good uh, commercial like even piece the, of cinema. All the fun, like Bumblebee was freaking so much fun in every movie, especially the first one and then his own movie. Um, I know a lot of people were annoyed with like the whole Shia LaBeouf's parent stuff, but I thought all of that was great. I thought Shia LaBeouf was, it's the best movie I've seen him in. Look, I'm not gonna argue it wasn't a good commercial piece of like, let's bring in a hundred million dollars, but it just didn't do it for me. I know you're not alone. I just was hoping I'd get an answer of specifically why. Very good controversial question. But you have no answer why, which makes me think you're just being stubborn. Perhaps, but it's still the way I feel about the Transformer franchise. But yet you were okay with a new Star Wars franchise. Why would you do that? And it's not the same thing. It is the same it's thing. It's not the same thing. It's them you taking are, some you of your childhood. You are building and growing on something else. You are, you are doing a sequel that the Transformers tried to rebuild f f from the ground up. So you're saying they didn't just go, here's what already happened yes, and let's continue. Yes, no, exactly. They rebooted yes. it and you don't like the nope. reboot. So if Star Wars, Force Awakens was a reboot, you would have not no, liked it. No, Even though you got more Star Wars. Yes. So you only like Star Wars because the whole, like even Mandalorian, all of the universe is connected. Yes. All right. Okay, let's move on to your next controversial question, please. Why? You still didn't give me an answer that I'm happy with. <laughs> okay, next controversial uh, statement. This isn't really a fact. This is more just let's watch his head explode. Oh my God. Why would you do this? <laughs> uh, okay. James Marsden. Man crush? Isn't that good looking. There's people who are way better looking than him. What? That sounds. John is a very straight male. He has the biggest crush on James Marsden. There's no better looking man than that. I'm sorry. I always say he thinks that because. Who, okay, who's better looking? I'll say no right now. Go. Okay. Go. Uh, Michael Ely. Who the hell is that? Oh, that's a sad fact that you don't know that. Who the hell is Michael Ely? He's from a lot of movies, like oh. the barbershop movies and stuff. He's on TV now. Just beautiful, beautiful oh, man. Whatever. Not um, better looking than pre, James. Okay. Uh, I want to say pre-Negan, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. <laughs> Post-Negan, I can't look at Jeffrey Dean Morgan the same anymore. Like James Jeffrey, Marsden Jeffrey D. Morgan could as, eat that guy, no, poop him out. Jeffrey Dean Morgan on as Denny on Grey's Anatomy and in P.S. I Love You was the cutest. Just you want to squeeze oh his God. cheeks. There's no incarnation of James Marsden that is less looking like than what you just said. Like <sighs> boring Cyclops okay, or here's post. Some, here's one. Wait, and, no, no, no. Find another guy that's better looking than James Marsden. I'm, got, I'm with you. I'm doing. I'm, Do I'm listing more. Go. Jared Padalecki. Who's that? He's on Supernatural. He used to be on Gilmore Girls. Oh, he was Dean. God. That is one handsome man. Yeah, it's a, no doubt handsome dude. <laughs> Better than James Marsden. No way. 
No um, way. Uh, short-haired Jared Leto. I don't like long-haired Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Jared Leto in My Soul Called okay. Life. Holy moly. If he wasn't such a douche, he might be better looking than well, James so, so, I think it's the new Jared Leto that's like a little, yeah. But old Jared Leto. Old Jared Leto has less cred than new Jared Leto. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yes. Um, um, not better looking than James Marston. No Tay Diggs. Nope. Yep. No. Oh, there's the Tay Diggs uh-huh. comes in. Gotcha. And also, not not better looking. No. Finally way. on my list, John Curtis. Nope. Yep. James Marsden. by it. Uh, <laughs> James Marsden. Very nice. This is this goes a long way. <laughs> James Marsden all the way. <laughs> and this only came up because I know you had this whole argument with your family about yeah. like. Who is better looking, James Marsden or something? You would text me something, and I was like, There's "Oh, no one, I was like, I'm gonna find people who are better looking." But, James but you didn't. You failed in every. Oh, in, 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 in every your endeavor. mind because James Marsden is so beautiful. You know who? Oh, you know who else no. I would pick? I would pick. Okay, what? Go ahead. You would pick who? Spike from Buffy. <laughs> James Marsden on a scale of Spike one to on ten Buffy was is a so ten, sexy. and Spike is maybe an eight. Oh, on Buffy, he was. Please tell me who's better than James Marsden. Come on, in the comments, there's no one. We need the ladies to weigh in. Actually, I want no, the dudes to no, weigh in. No, I want the dudes to weigh in. I want to see in. what you guys Objectively, think. Objectively, come yeah. on, guys. There's no one better looking than that guy. Okay, fine. So in your mind, James Marsden is the best thing ever. Yes, he is. So prove me wrong. So, I have some things okay. for you. Okay. I want to give you some arbitrary movies what you think are better movies than others. It's like a movie battle-off? Yes, a battle-off. Okay. If we, if we were what are better movies from the decades? Okay. 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 We're starting with the 80s? Yes, let's start with the 80s. Okay. okay. What's a better movie? Ghostbusters or E.T.? Ghostbusters. What? Oh, my God. Already you're stupid and dumb. <laughs> How have we survived this four years together? I love you. Um, okay, but... You're saying, okay, are you Why saying? Why would you say that? So, so as far as like cinematically, ET is a better movie. Okay, but as far no, as no, my no, enjoyment I, and having fun and enjoying a movie, I Ghostbusters. Want, I want the whole, like the totality of the movie. For me, it, if it, it comes down to which movie would I watch over and over and over, Ghostbusters. I I don't ever revisit uh, ET. It's just because ET drains you emotionally. I don't. It doesn't but what's drain a better movie overall? But I will say it doesn't drain you emotionally. No, but I will say this. Here's a story you may not even know about me. ET is the first movie I remember seeing in the theater. So I actually wrote a blog once on how Steven Spielberg pretty much started my directing career because oh. that movie really inspired me to want to be in show business. So how the hell is that not better than Ghostbusters well, for Ghostbusters you? came out much later than E.T. because E.T. I was very young. I was like, what? We were like five or yeah, something? something. Ghostbusters was older, so maybe that's why it impacts my psyche more. All I remember right. it better. Okay. But I really think it comes down, well, why do you think E.T.'s better? It's just cinematically, like you said. I'll give you that. The totality of the emotional experience is way better than the ex- emotional experience of Ghostbusters. But it just, it, if you really revisit E.T., it's very long and drawn out. And like, Ghostbusters is just fun, fun, fun. The whole movie just go, 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 fun, fun, fun. I see where I you're like coming that. from. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. I have another arbitrary movie question for you. Okay. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark or Return of the Jedi? Um, I'd have to say Return of the Jedi again for the what I would watch over and over again factor. Interesting. What do you feel? I mean, I could, like, if either of those movies are on cable, and I, I'm, like, I'm 50-50 split. Like, I, I don't know which channel I would go to. I'm like, oh, my God, they're both on right now. They're just starting. 
What do I watch? I don't know. So if you watch it, but if you're willing to watch either, then you have to go based on what? Cinematography, <sighs> acting. <sighs> okay, which one of you has better acting? 51% is the winner, Return of the Jedi, only because I have an allegiance to Star Wars. Okay, so Return yes. of the Jedi wins because of your allegiance. Yes. But as far as acting, I would say yeah. Indiana Jones movies In, are better. I'm sure. And wait, even cinematography, wait. Indiana Jones movies are better. No. Yeah. No. Yes. No. Why not? Cinematography? Come on. Those Star Wars movies are like, they're saved in so much by post. In Return of the Jedi, you have this huge galactic space fight around a Star Destroyer. There's nothing even remotely like that in Raiders of the Lights. Raiders is very like. Those shots are amazing. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Cinematography. Yes. So yeah, I'm watching agree- that. You're actually basically agreeing with me right now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> My next movie. Uh, ooh. Do you, uh, Are we still in the 80s? Yes. Okay. Goonies. Okay. Or Terminator. Goonies. Okay, I thought so. Well, I, mean, I, I did. This is my weakest of the questions. Well, here's the thing. Terminators are. I actually think a lot of people think Terminator Two is better than Terminator One. Yes. I actually really like Terminator One. Yeah, sure, but Terminator Two. Right, is, but I'm just saying I really like Terminator One. So it's yes. not like it's just like oh, throw it away. But Goonies against almost anything, I Goonies should, is going to win because Go- what? I should have done Goonies against Terminator Two. Oh, it's still be the same answer though. And Terminator oh. Two isn't in the '80s. Yeah, that's true. Um, my point is, Goonies is. A quintessential movie of my childhood. Yeah. I like. I was in love with Mikey. Like, <laughs> in love with Mikey. <laughs> Truffle shuffle. <laughs> Not that. No. no. But um, <laughs> I just. There's just so much perfection about Goonies. And even when we go out and around in town, if anything happens, if if we're like, if there's any kind of map or there's any kind of uh, looking for, it's always Goonies, Goonies, Goonies. Yes. You know. So I think it's shaped a lot of our childhoods. Yes. So it wins. I have another question. Okay. Now. I, I thought of this, and for you, I don't think it's going to apply so much, but I want to uh, ask our audience okay. this, okay? Um, Pulp Fiction or The Matrix? All right. Are they both in the same decade? Yes. So I ask this because, the, to me, they're both amazing movies and in such different genres. You have my That's hair on your you. hair. It better be my oh, hair. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but, like, which would you choose? I don't know, like, if this applies well, to you, but I want to ask okay. this question. So here's some, I can't answer it. He's going to watch the head, watch his face. So I don't think I've ever watched The Matrix the whole way through. Pause. Whoa! Explosion. Whoa! What? Okay. Wait! But. Mm. The Matrix, the original. Oh, my God. But I would still pick it over Pulp Fiction because I am not a fan of Quentin Tarantino. I think his movies are just overly violent for the sake of being violent. But Pulp... There's very little about Pulp Fiction that's redeeming to me. And I know... So I was in college when this was out and all the guys would like quote the movie and they wanted to do scenes from the movie in theater. And it was just... I just thought it was overrated. Oh, God. Brain. I can't... I can't function right now. Uh, uh, He's melting down. (laughs) Which part of all that do you want to tackle? Reboot me, please. In the back of the head. I know what I was saying with the head. Okay. So, seriously. First of all, you haven't watched the whole Matrix all the way through because the the ending is the best part. Are you serious right now? Can we please go and watch this? No, my thought is when the new Matrix is coming out, I'll finally watch the whole Uh, before the uh, (laughs) It's like brain freeze, but worse. 
way worse. You need to watch The Matrix. It's quintessential. I will. And, uh, when the fourth one's coming out, I will. Oh! Okay. All right. I'm trying to move on. Let's go. No, um, no, no. Bold Fiction now. Why? What? Which one? Which one are you gonna? Are you, would you pick? God, I never thought about this. I asked it for you, and then them. Which is a better movie, Pulp Fiction or The Matrix? Uh, The Matrix. See, I agree. Only because of what it brought to cinema in terms of like special effects. Wait, though, but storytelling—it's—it's it's Pulp Fiction. <sighs> There's a whole meltdown happening. All right, I'll let you move on. All right, before you explode. Moving on. Are we in the same decade, '90s? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, '90s still. Okay. Uh, I think I know the answer to this because of what you feel about violence, but Goodfellas or Silence of the Lambs? Silence of the Lambs by far. Yeah, Goodfellas to that. me is a boy movie. They, okay, so I used to go, I used to have these friends in college, you know, what up Al, Emily, all you guys. Um, I used to go over to their <laughs> house to hang out and they, I swear, the, it's like the guy's house always had Goodfellas on. Like literally every time I went over there. You saw Goodfellas, right? So as I'll finish my story, uh, it was always on, literally. So I've seen it in parts, but I don't like gangster movies. I've never watched The Godfather. I know. <gasps> the bigger say watch The Godfather. Oh my God, what? I have no desire to watch any of those movies. Freaking a. But um, Silence of the Lambs is terrifying to this day. I mean, if you think about the, the reality of it, the performances can still give you shivers. Um, it was it was scary without being gruesome. I, I don't yeah. see how it's even. It's not I even mean, a competition. It's, it's an Oscar award winner. It, okay, here's one for you. So going back to your movies yeah. you just asked me, Pulp Fiction or Goodfellas, as a boy. Oh. oh. As a boy, I love those movies. Pulp Fiction or Goodfellas? Guys, help me here. <laughs> Women, help me here. I. Oh God. Uh, uh, guitar, ka. <laughs> Come on, you gotta pick something no, once in a while. I shut down. Uh. Which one? Which thank one, God, they're so good. Pulp Fiction you, or Goodfellas? Which one, guys? Which one would you watch more of? Would you watch over and over? If they're both equally like, you know what? I have God, let's okay, never make right. him be a judge of anything. <laughs> Goodfellas has been on cable more often, so I've seen it more often. <sighs> but if Pulp Fiction's I ever on- I put both DVDs in front of you and I say, babe, I'm willing to watch one of these. Which one do you pick? Pulp Fiction. Oh, there you oh. go. Winner, winner. Holy crap. Okay. okay. Yes, I just said DVDs in okay. front of him and not right. like, <laughs> I put two VOD streaming okay. movies in front of you. <laughs> Are we still in the 90s? No. Well, yes. Uh, Verge of 2000s. Okay. Titanic or Schindler's, Schindler's Titanic List? Titanic by far. <laughs> Schindler's List? Really? You're going to throw it to Okay, them? look. I don't want to degrade what Schindler's List was about or stood for. You know, it's an important movie in cinema history. I would never watch it again, ever. Oh, okay. Titanic. Okay, so here's my Titanic story. Oh. I was dragged to the movie by Charity, another friend from back home. And I remember, I was like, I don't want to see this ridiculous movie. It's three hours long. And back then, that was really freaking long. <laughs> and um, now. But like, I, but you now you see it more often. Yeah. Then you didn't see it. And I was like, I'm never going to sit through this, whatever. And I remember the movie being towards the end and suddenly like, wait, it's over? Like... I was so, that movie was so perfect for me from beginning to end. Like the performances, um, we just were listening to, um, who's, uh, was it Dax's podcast, I yeah. think, with Claire Danes. And she said she was actually um, offered, possibly offered her, she couldn't remember, but she was p potentially going to be Rose. And no, I love Claire Danes. I think she's a 
fantastic, phenomenal actress. But I literally cannot see anybody nope. but the two who played Rose and Jack. Nope. Leo and Kate were just so perfect in their roles. And I'm not a huge Leo fan either. But I loved him in Romeo and Juliet, and then I love him in Titanic. You know, He's actually, I guess he's always good, but... Oh, I'm okay. trying to do the... I was yeah. like, I thought you were trying to shut me up. <laughs> no. But you were trying to do something romantic. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> moment lost. This is how we work. I just I assumed he was going to shut me up. <laughs> no. Um, no, I agree. I think, um, yeah, in the end, that's going to win out. Like, if you see that on cable, you're going to go to that more often yeah. than not. Do you have a favorite Leonardo DiCaprio movie? Oh, uh, good question. Wow, it's so funny. You know, I least recently, like in the last couple of months, finally watched What's Eating Gilbert Grape. <gasps> and he's so stellar in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <sighs> But I think Titanic maybe my favorite. No, my Romeo and Juliet I think is my favorite role of his. See, you don't like gangster movies, so yeah. I like Departed. Just popped in my head. Yeah, and it's such a good movie. Yeah, you like those movies. Yeah, he's so good in Departed. Yeah, it's weird because I don't think of like I'm a fan of Leo, but I can't think of a movie where he wasn't great. What's funny is lo- what he won the uh, Academy Award for that stupid fight a bear movie. Oh yeah, I didn't see the Reverend. Yeah, it's like yeah, I was I. Right. I mean like. I think he was due and yeah. owed it, and he got it for it. But like, you could have gone back and like. Oh uh, yeah, we won't even get into my feelings on award shows because yeah. I don't follow them. I don't watch Ooh, we them. We should. We should talk about that. Well, All right. it's it's a whole other beast. All right. All right. So, um, what? Dark Knight or Gladiator? Dark Knight. First of all, I knew you were gonna. Okay. You you can't discount Gladiator. Okay, pause. Okay. Pause for head explosion. You ready? I've never watched Gladiator. What? I just I I'm not a fan of the time I'm period, so and I'm not a fan of Russell Russell Crowe. the Crow. mic, she brings this out of me. <laughs> what? Dark Knight is perfection. Yes, Chris I Nolan agree. Can do I no agree. Wrong. Gladiator is an Academy Award winning. All right, 2000- I'll tell you this. Gladiator is one movie that I would sit down and watch just to say, okay, I've seen it because I do know that everybody loves it. I just I don't. I'm not a fan of that time period. Roman. I just am not. I don't know. Like it's just something about it. Maybe it's because it's so barbaric. And I'm surprised I like Game of Thrones to be honest. And I, it took me a long time to get on board with that show because okay. it's so violent. I'm not going to disagree with people who choose Dark Knight over Gladiator because Dark Knight is amazing. But the fact you have not seen Gladiator. I know. Come on. And, 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 Are you not entertained? Look, I just. Other than Beautiful Mind, I can't remember a movie where I liked Russell Crowe. And it's, it's just something about him. And I'm sorry, Russell. I'm sure you're an amazing human. but like He's it's just, super nice. It's just, it, it doesn't work for me. And so I don't get, I guess the thing is I don't get drawn to seeing his movies. Um, but like, even like Les Miserables, and I love musicals. And I walked out of a Les Miserables movie in the theater after like 10 minutes. I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> I just am not a fan. I have one left. Okay. Oh, this is not for you. Why did I even choose this? <laughs> what did you put? Almost Famous or Kill Bill. <laughs> Why did I choose that? Those are so different, too. Yeah. Okay, how about for you? Kill Bill or Pulp Fiction? So Kill Bill, what did you love about Kill God. Bill? Whoa. Kill Bill, everything about it, I loved it. Everything about Pulp Fiction, I loved it. Uh, uh, but what uh, about Kill Bill specifically? Boom. What did you like specifically? Did you like the swordplay? Did you like the violence? Did you like the story? The story everything about it. The revenge, the... But, but, but Pulp Fiction is special and everything tied together. And I, oh God, brain freeze! Kill, okay, Bill, here, here, Kill Bill, Kill Bill, Kill Bill, Kill Bill. Volume one or volume Bill. two? No, volume one. Volume two is great, but not even close to volume okay, one. Okay, now I will say that I there's reasons I did enjoy Kill Bill. I would never watch it again because it's too violent. 
Um, I thought Uma was freaking fantastic. I thought it was really intense storytelling. I liked the storytelling of those. And I, for some reason I remember, I think I liked volume two better, but in my mind they're both kind of muddled, so I don't remember. But volume two, it was like less violent, right? It was more story driven. Yes. So I probably did like it better. Yes. Um, almost famous though. You know what's funny is I love Cameron Crowe. Cameron Crowe is like my idol. That's true. I, I say that like if, if Cameron Crowe and James Carney had a baby. Who's James Carney? He did like um, Sing Street and basically movies you haven't watched, but like, He's very, James Crane is very, he does Once, the movie Once. Did you see that? You saw, you see the play? Okay, well, anyway, he does these like sort of gritty indie musicals, but they're not musicals, they're like music movies, I guess. Um, and Cameron Crowe's really great with soundtrack music and storytelling and, and these epic over-the-top monologues that I just love. I love Cameron Crowe. Yeah. Uh, Jay McGuire. Oh, Jay McGuire's in my top five of all time. Ooh. What's uh, the other uh, big... Almost Famous, right? Almost Famous, which, Jerry Maguire. Which do you like Jerry better? Maguire. Jerry Maguire's on my top. But that's what I was going to say about Almost Famous. I was going to say is like, it's probably, even though it's a, it's about something. You like Jerry Maguire over Almost Famous? Jerry Maguire is one of my favorite movies ever. Wow. It's just, Jerry Maguire is a movie that I could watch over and 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 I do. <laughs> and I could I could still cry and I still love it. And, and you know, even the parts that might be considered hokey now because people have overdone them, I still think those moments are perfectly made. Like Jerry Maguire is the kind of movie that I would love to make, but if it was music related over sports related, yeah. that's my movie. Like that'd be my ultimate movie to make. You had me at, let's move on. <laughs> okay, so how about we do some nerd news of the week? Oh. We haven't done that in a long time. Okay. Well, here's one that's very, I think that this is worth mentioning. Now to start, John and I, we don't watch Doctor Who. That's not to say we wouldn't be Doctor, we wouldn't be Whovians. We probably I, would I think be if we watched yes. it. I, we just we need to watch it actually. We've just you know sometimes you have so many shows that you haven't gotten to that it just kind of like I'm right now I'm trying to do the supernatural burn through those so I can get to that before the end. So, so much so nerd many, content yeah. that we need to get catch up on. So I just want to say like Doctor Who fans, you guys are awesome and fun, and this is and, but here's the news that I thought we you would find fascinating as well is they just said Doctor Who cast the first black doctor in the show's history and it's a woman. Nice. So they made history, and they made a lot of dudes angry when Wait. they cast their first. They had a their last doctor was a woman, and it was the first time a woman had ever been the doctor in a, all the years of Doctor Who. And now there's a black woman. I think like it gives me tingles and chills. I just love that we're finally, as a society, moving past what we think things should be. Agreed. Like I'm ready for our first gay Jedi, and I'm ready for like you know what I'm saying. Like I'm ready for these things that like people have thought of, of as not okay before, and now we're like. A Jedi could be anybody, so I they agree. already exist. I agree, but let's have, let's have, let's see that on screen, you know? Yeah. Like it was that big deal that, that two women kissed in oh, yeah. Rise of Skywalker, and it was like this kind of tiny minute in the back, but hey, at least Disney's trying to push People it forward. People cheered in the. In oh the, yeah, the of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's my point, I think that we're starting to become yeah. a little more enlightened society, and I think that was really big news of the week. Yeah, that's pretty cool. What do you, what did you find? Well. <laughs> Mine's a little less um, fun. Well, I, uh, I guess monumental is mm -hmm. what you just talked about. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Maine, the state of Maine. Okay. Uh, they had their first sci-fi fantasy nerd festival in Fairfield. <laughs> so I don't know why that made me so happy, but it was like on like, hey, let's Google some nerd news, and that came up, and I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> So Maine has never had <laughs> no any kind of no. nerd con. 
More than 200 self-described nerds turned out Sunday for the first main sci-fi fantasy nerd festival. That's freaking awesome. <laughs> also, though, um, Maine, hello, you didn't invite us. I know. Maybe next year you'll remember. No, that's great. Michael Huard, the festival's creator, had the idea for the event after he noticed the lack of nerdy stuff <laughs> in the area. Slow clap for Maine. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Huard. <laughs> Um, nice job. Here's dude. some interesting news. First of all, let's all decide if we're okay with the second half of this news, which is they're remaking the Little Shop of Horrors. I'm okay with that. Really? Yeah. Why? Because the, the last one was nice. Really? Yeah. Okay. 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 So John's okay with the remake. Yep. Are you guys? Oh yeah. But here's the interesting part. Uh, the interesting news of that is that they are. Warner Brothers is eyeing Lady Gaga. <gasps> Why would you not be okay with that? I didn't say it was or wasn't. I just thought it was interesting news. Eyeing Lady, they should lock her down. <laughs> but who are they going to get for the? But do you think she's the best to play? You know, the high waist, like you know, unless they're going to modernize it. Mm. Okay, let's cast it right now. Okay. Well, I don't know how to cast anybody but Rick Moranis. <laughs> Who do we cast in his Who role? Who do we cast as the dentist? <gasps> the guy that plays Negan. Jeffrey D. Morgan? <laughs> yeah, as the dentist. I. <sighs> yeah, right? Maybe. What do you mean, what about maybe? Like, what about like a Jim Carrey? What about Jim Carrey? Nah. Too, over, too big? Yes, nah. Oh, who do we cast as the plant? The plant has to be cast? I guess yeah. you're right. There's a voice, huh? Feed me, Seymour! Who's the voice of the plant? Uh, who has a great voice? But... Today, like I know, uh, I'm trying to think of that. I would cast Bill Hader as Rick Moranis. Everybody loves Bill Hader. What? Why Harley, would you? Harley, Harley might agree with you because Harley's been my daughter has been watching it chapter two over and over and over and is now like in love with Bill Hader and not in like a he's cute way. Like she's gone and now she's watching SNL yeah. on like she's catching up on all those. Bill Hader is one of the most likable actors out there right now. Like I'm imagine not in love him with Bill Hader like everybody else is. Imagine him as Seymour. He's come on. What about like Chris Pratt as Seymour? Yeah, that's very commercial of you. <laughs> I love Chris Pratt. It's <laughs> fine. It's very safe. Actually, it's probably kind of a flawed play. <laughs> the female needs to be saved. I don't know. Yeah, don't, typical. Yeah. I wonder if okay. they would. Would it, would everybody be mad if they modernized it? Ooh, now you're talking. I think it's there's there's such a let's switch the roles. Well, there's also such a geek. <gasps> Uh, what? You put Lady Gaga in the Seymour role. <laughs> she's not now nerdy enough. She's not nerdy enough, but she's strong enough vocally. Um, well, vocally, Lady Gaga is a powerhouse. I, I wasn't like the biggest fan of A Star Is Born, but holy moly, her songs in that just she kills. chills. Do you feel like nerd culture makes it harder to modernize older things? Like, you hate Transformers because it was modernized. I see what you're talking about. Okay. Uh, you know, and going back to, like, you know, what if we had, like, the black Doctor Who, is that going to be a whole thing now? Nerd culture, I, I think, uh, inherently, we are a little snobby. No. <laughs> Which is so funny. It's, like, the opposite of what like, nerd culture should And I think it's be. to my detriment. I think it's a flaw. Do you think mine. it becomes, because nerd culture came out of, like, we're outcasts, yes. so now we have our thing, so yes. you can't have our and, thing. And our opinions count more so than mainstream. Like, yeah, okay. I, I see I see 
flaws in ourselves. I think we nerds need to be more open. Yeah. No, uh, that's a really great question because I think our opinions matter in terms of nerd culture, uh, in terms of our um, embrace of stuff that tries to... We can can really, like, I think you said it once, like, nerds... (laughs) Nerds could rule the world. If you think about like, you know, even just say Comic-Con in San Diego, nerds come together. Yeah. (laughs) Like they take over San Diego. So if we harness that power for good. Or if you spread that out over the whole world, like uh, we just take over everything. That's what I'm saying. If we harness that power for good, we could literally change the world. Yes. And I feel like nerds who have been the outcast should be the most open to things changing and to making the world yeah. a better place and making equality and parity and Nerds everything. rule. Yes. Ner- yeah. Nerds, nerds love everything. Well, nerds, today you only have one task to make the world a better place, and that is to go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe yes. and rate and review because your help is going to help us get out there. Tell other and do people more about this things. podcast. Yes. Please visit the merch shop. Oh, we us. have new shirts oh. in the merch shop. Yes. Go check them out. We're not even going to tell you what they are. We're going to make you go <laughs> and see what's in the nerd shop. Ooh, it's, we should call it the it. nerd shop. Why are we calling it the merch shop? The nerd shop. We're so dumb. <laughs> yeah, we are. Um, and You're dumb. If we, <laughs> if, we, if you haven't gotten tickets to the High Desert uh, Jaysomon Expo, for the February 8th, and you live in that area, do so. Las Vegas, baby. Come out and see us, and we're going to put you on the show. Yes. You're going to be on the show. Oh, 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 Las Vegas. And any other nerd. That was special. Roboting for the show. Please do that all day. And then uh, then (laughs) other, other (laughs) I think that's it. That's it. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Two Nerds in a Garage podcast. If you're having fun nerding out with us, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review as it really helps others find the show, which helps us keep delivering fun content. We're also on all of your other favorite podcast apps, as well as on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This show is supported by our listeners just like you. Please visit twonerdsinagarage.com to find all the ways you can help keep supporting us, including our merch shop and direct donations through PayPal. Thank you again for being on this hero's journey with us.